It was a bad one for your Chicago Bears in Gotham City as they fall to the New York Giants 20 to 12 going to two and two in the season. And we welcome you to the sports cubicle here on WCPT 820 AM. It's the marvelous one, Dan Marver, Devin Tingle, Paul Shavari throughout the entire show. I'm Mike Mercado, and it was a slog at points. It was a frustrating one at points in a game where we saw Justin Fields throw the ball 22 times, 174 yards, but the tail of the tape, They cannot get the ball in the end zone every single time. They found themselves in the red zone. Khalil Herbert with 19 carries, 77 yards. Justin Fields adding 52 yards himself on the ground. Daniel Jones decided to hack a heck of a game on the ground with two rushing touchdowns of his own. A lot of stats, a lot of things to talk about. Marvelous one. But uh, your thoughts of this week four matchup in the Meadowlands in New Jersey as the Bears fall 20 to 12, a game where we talked about it. The my rule of thumb this NFL season, we're gonna do multiples of three and sixes, and they couldn't get sixes on the board. Your thoughts of this game that we saw between the Giants and our Chicago Bears? Well, mathematically, being a math major, the difference was when each team scored four times and the Bears did not score a touchdown. Therefore, that's the problem. They were unable to get a touchdown from the red zone. And, and a big key was the running game on both sides. Obviously, we knew that there'd be some challenges with New York, with Barkley. They had 262 rushing yards to our, I mean, sorry, 149 rushing yards. We had, a, you know, so that was good. Uh, we had 149. They had two, I'm sorry, 262. I was right mm-hmm. the first time. 262 mm-hmm. rushing yards for uh, for New York. And so uh, they had a great, a great day. Now, um, I like the fact that, they're getting a little bit more creative. Fields went deep to Mooney, and he, you know, so that was great to see. Um, a lot of, a lot of like screen passes, good. Saw some of that. I'd like to see more play action, and and I'd like to see Fields have some planned runs instead of running for his life. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the magical words, marvelous. But I mean, how many games have you scouted, coached, watched? We're yeah. we can let's keep it real. Let's keep it funky when it comes to what's going on with Justin. Justin hasn't been playing all that great. We saw him struggle throughout the first few games. We've given some passes on the monsoon game and going to Sunday night football in Lambeau Field. But the kid is getting hit a lot. And this is not excuse making, oh, he doesn't have time. When he does have time, The kid has a huge arm. He could do a lot of things, whether it's with his legs or with his arm, especially if you're designing the place for it. But he's getting rushed He's getting hit and he's getting sacked way too much. And this Mustafer Patrick experiment that they're doing with Seven Jenkins is ridiculous. You yeah. cannot be trying to establish or find out or ease somebody. This isn't baseball. This isn't the NBA. Somebody's getting hit every single play. And the one thing you don't want Justin doing is going down the Sam Darnold road of mm-hmm. seeing ghosts. And I think the kid has the mental fortitude to handle it but you can't be the one shooting yourself on the foot constantly. And, you know, I don't think this is a game where we should be blaming Velas Jones because that is just a microcosm of this entire game. The first half of this game, that bootleg was killing the Chicago Bears. We predicted it last week. I was making jokes the entire week that Saquon was going to get 200 yards by himself. Sure enough, the entire team does because this defense allows that. 
but I will give credit to this to this coaching staff. Not necessarily Luke Getzey. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but that defense, Matt Eberflus and and coaching staff involved, they did adjust to that in the second half. The defense did cover their gaps. They were covering Daniel Jones. They were finding where the football was. And I think that was a big thing. So credit to the coaching staff for doing that, for making the, the adjustments on defense. You know, we talk about screenplays. I think the one thing I'm good on is screenplays to the tight end for a little while. Mm-hmm. I think I'm okay with that because it, either it's not working or Komet's not good enough, but it's just not working right now. And I, I think we've been, it, it doesn't take a, a genius. What is Jalen Hurts doing? What is Trevor Lawrence doing? What do you do with Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson? You got to play design. And I do think, and I'll run it with you, Marvelous One. Let me know what you think about this. I was thinking it throughout the game. That Darnell Mooney play, I think, was the first time they let it open. And they said, okay, kid, can you do this? Do you think this leads to more opportunities? Because, again, you're going to be playing more teams like the Giants than the 49ers and Green Bay. Do you think that was an indication that maybe the coaching staff is going to entrust in Justin a little bit more? Yes, I think that I I know that he wants to do that. And the coaching staff will allow him. I mean, even last week he was saying he runs the plays that he's told to run, which, you know, was an indication that he'd like to pass more. But, uh, you know, I'm also concerned about the possibility of losing Cody White here. Uh, He got hurt. And at the end of the half, uh, Justin needs to learn how to slide a little bit. He's going to have his knee blown out because, it, you know, I, I thought that it might have happened right at the end of the half in that one last play where, where, he, where he does a, he needs to do a baseball slide instead yeah. of bending his knee. That that really makes me nervous. And then sometimes he's like, like rolling and, and uh, you know, he's got to work on that, I think, a little bit. I agree. I, yeah. <laughs> he's a baseball player. He should, yeah. like, he should have that. Marvelous, you've seen that too. And, and yeah. it's weird, right? Then in today's yeah. NFL, we're seeing a lot of these young kids exposing yeah. themselves, leaving themselves right. exposed to getting mm-hmm. hit in the head. And right. we saw with Portua, you know, what mm-hmm. happened, how dangerous this sport is to begin with. But it happens to Joe Burrow all the time. And we're seeing it with mm-hmm. Justin. But continuing on with your thought, I think that was a very yeah. astute observation, yeah. though. Yeah. Because if he leaves his head up, he's going to get some head-to-head contact. But if he just goes down and a complete slide on his back, Mm -hmm. it's going to be much better for him in the long run because that's what the the veteran quarterbacks do. You know, they they just – it looks like he, when he's doing it, in defense of the other team, looks like he may not be done sometimes. He may may be – getting to the point where he, where he may continue because he is kind of elusive in that way. So I don't blame, you know, it's very hard too. these big guys, they're running at you with full speed and all of a sudden you, you go down and how he, I mean, the physics of it is such that how do they, how do they stop? And some of these hits, I mean, I've seen some that are so questionable even on the sidelines where the guys, you know, inbounds and he's hit. I've seen the flag removed in some cases where the hit was really in, you know, before they were out of bounds. So it's a, it's a, the whole thing with the, I mean, you know, I remember the, there were times where, you know, there was a Giants quarterback years ago, uh, YA Tittle, he was like bleeding from the face during a game. You know? yeah. So, I mean, yeah, things have changed. I'm glad they're protecting him, but I'm not sure they are. When you talk about the Miami Dolphins quarterback. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it was another story. Yeah. Well, you know what? Why don't, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. it does have to deal with Justin. And yeah. I think you saw it with, I think you've seen it with a, a, a bunch of conversation now in the NFL is 
protecting these players. And I think having a player like Justin is going to be interesting for Chicago because we've never had that kind of player that entices the flag, late hits, roughing the quarterback. And I think, you know, really fast, that Tua, like he should not have been playing that game. He was concussed. Even though they're going to say it's a back injury, he was concussed on Sunday. And you, saying it was a back injury just lets you go yeah. through the back door and yeah. avoid any protocol. And he should not have been out there because that was an inconspicuous hit. That was a hit we see in the NFL all the time. But when yeah. you're coming off of a concussion and you're yeah. his size, I mean, yeah. your thoughts having a, as a team that you watch, talk about, and and root for a quarterback who ex, who lets himself open and susceptible mm-hmm. to that type of hit, that that Tua Tonga-Vailoa thing really must have irked you in so many ways as a dad, coach, scout, right. and lover of the game. I, I mean, there was there, it was a little excessive. He was he was thrown down like a ragdoll, yeah. looked like yeah. to me, yeah. by, the, by the feet. So I mean, the the there is that too. So I mean, and the penalty. Okay, so if the, you know there's penalty for targeting, but penalty for that, there, there is nothing. You know, it's for roughing the passer unless it's head to head and it's considered targeting. So. Maybe that's that should be another thing on the agenda to have some stronger penalties for may, what, what they may call excessive roughing the passer. Let's call it. Maybe that there's like a line they can draw. <laughs> so let's you know. Speaking of that, though, I think the the line being drawn of the safety and we'll we'll see what happens in the NFL. The, the owners and the PA are talking about changing the protocols when it comes to concussion. So we'll obviously be covering that. And it's something that Bears fans are talking about right now because of Justin Fields and how he plays and how we understand that his play design that's going to bring the most out of him is mm-hmm. going to put him out there at risk for plays like this. And you just hope everything is safe in a very barbaric sport that is hard to watch at times. But we are here as the Chicago Bears <laughs> go to two and two, falling to the New York Giants 20 to 12 in New Jersey, in the Meadowlands, in Gotham, in New York City. But now I guess we can move forward to the Minnesota game. And the reason I, I want to move forward and move the chapter because it doesn't get any easier for the next week. You have the commanders, you have the Patriots. Those are games that whether you win or lose, you should be in them. Mm-hmm. And I think for teams that are on the same level as the Bears, it's going to be a lot of games like that. We mentioned it. They're pros. They just don't have the talent, but they're well coached. They're pros. They're going to be in, in a lot of games with even enough talent. Mm-hmm. Next week's that's not going to be the case. Justin yeah. Jefferson is a problem. Adam Thielen's a problem. Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook or Alexander Madison are a problem. Kirk Cousins, when he's not in primetime or in London, is a problem. <laughs> so uh, your thoughts as they meet another division rival in a division that you have the Lions scoring 40-something points and still losing in a tough division, the yeah. NFC North. Uh, I mean, the Vikings proved their worth by being the Packers in the opening game. And I thought we had an advantage over the Giants because they played Monday night. So I'm not going to say we have an advantage over the Vikings because they played in London. <laughs> you know, next, and next week the Packers and the Giants we just played are playing in London. So it's mm-hmm. it's become a regular thing. I guess they want to have a quadruple header on Sundays now <laughs> with the night game, the morning game, and the regular double header. You know it's what? I'll take more football. Just give me it. Just give me it. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I think, I mean, obviously the, 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 the desire is there and the, and the ratings are there. So therefore, this is what happens. So, um, the only problem I have when I'm at a game is I I, I do get irked a little bit about the, the media timeouts, but uh, yeah. I know I know why it's there. But uh, even in basketball, you know, with the, every four minutes, yeah. there's a media timeout in college, the four minute, eight minute, twelve minute. So, but uh, you know, 
it, it, it breaks up the flow of the game sometimes, but uh, it, it is what it is. <laughs> so looking into this, this Minnesota matchup, though, them coming back from London, the exposure of the league, now they're coming in with confidence. We know how good they are. Is it going to be – we're going to make the same prediction we did for <laughs> the Saquon Barkley bets of the over. It's like Justin Jefferson, whatever the over is, is bet that. Whatever the touchdown overs are, bet that. It's, <laughs> it's going to be a rough one, and, and I don't know – how the bears unless it's a game like that pittsburgh game last year i just don't know how this roster on offense can hang with the minnesota vikings because here's the thing right the bears whole concept is can you have a clean enough drive for seven to 12 plays to get into the red zone and score a touchdown bend don't break Here's the thing, though. They got the running back that's going to make you bend, and then the wide receivers that are not only going right. to break, but break your spirit really yeah. early. So I think it, it might be a long a long Sunday next week for the Bears against the Vikings, right? Yeah, I'm worried about Dalvin Cook. Like, I mean, he'll, he'll be able to run, like, uh, you know, very have good numbers because every the running defense has not proven to be very effective this year. And so I would expect him to have a good game. And one more thing. Did you notice who the quarterback was today for New Orleans? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, my goodness. We have gone full circle here in Chicago. And Andy Dalton. Let's go. The red savior, him, the redheaded savior, himself. And uh, it is, uh, uh, you know, it's always an interesting Sunday when yeah. Andy Dalton makes an appearance. As we are breaking down the NFL week four and the Chicago Bears loss to the New York Giants here on the Sports Cubicle. It's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. It's Devin Tingle and Paul Shavari throughout the entire episode. I'm Mike Mercado. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. Let us know your thoughts of this matchup and the matchup moving forward for these couple of weeks on Monday Night Football on Amazon Prime. And of course, this uh, coming up week where mm -hmm. they are playing Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. So, Let's let's say this, right? I, I think we, we kind of have an idea. It might not it might be a long day next week. Whether or not Andy Dalton was the starter, if it's Justin Fields, it's gonna be a long day for the Chicago Bears, I feel. But your vibes for this team. I think it was a good day for Justin mm -hmm. and a bad day for the organization. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that if that's so hyperbolic, if that's too in the moment, but I think mm -hmm. I'll explain this to my younger brother because he's Innocent, like a lot of our awesome viewers and listeners, they're just fans in the best of ways. They just want to watch their favorite team and they want to see the Bears win. They don't care about long-term building and all this. It's, it's about that given Sunday. But I find myself watching these games on so many different levels. How is the offensive line doing with their carousel? Is Justin Fields developing? If they're winning, is it because of contributions from guys who are going to be on this team two, three, four years from now, which is mm -hmm. hard to do in the NFL where the lifespan isn't that long. But I think it was a good day for Justin. I think there was good stuff from Matt Eberflus and the defensive coaching staff, some adjustments from the defense themselves, but mm -hmm. special teams struggled and the offensive play calling and offensive play for a lot of different moments struggled. So I don't know. What are your vibes when after this game, after four weeks of a crazy season already, yeah. we we're talking about, this is going to be a win and a loss type of year. They'll be, you know, they'll be struggling to be an eight, nine team, but uh, it would be nice if they could have uh, get uh, Montgomery back. That would, that would help them a lot. I think that would help their overall offense to have David Montgomery back. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, the Vikings are not, you know, uh, they've had 
some trouble. I mean, they only beat the Lions by four last week. And then that split Monday night game, they didn't look so great against the Eagles. So, you know, uh, they are beatable. I mean, I think I thought this was a game where we could, you know, maybe maybe the game at Soldier Field or maybe this game. I thought Minnesota was a possible split this year where we could split with them. But, uh, you know, they really get I think they need to open up the offense a little more and stop the run. <laughs> Those would be the end and convert touchdowns uh, and, you know, hats off to the substitute kicker was hired 48 hours ago. <laughs> yeah, as, as uh, Bagley was the kicker for the Chicago Bears today, as uh, Cairo Santos was dealing with some personal issues. So yeah. we'll see if Bagley finds a job somewhere else or how long Santos is out. We know how volatile the kicking situation is, but go go figure. A, a, a game where the Bears only give up 20 points and all they can find a way is to get four field goals. It's very yeah. much per 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 the organization and how they've been ran. But, you know, Marver, I think yeah. – after four weeks, uh, I kind of want to get your closing thoughts on this yeah. one. Going mm-hmm. into next week, you you found the reasons why the Bears can win. We know mm-hmm. Justin can have that Pittsburgh game. He doesn't have the same weapons that he did last year, but we know the talent's there. We also know the likelihood of some of these dudes just absolutely going crazy from Minnesota. But as a Bears fan, the first quarter, or what would be the first quarter back in the old schedule days, what do you grade the Bears out? I think actually compared to the Matt Nagy era of the last year where it was almost incomplete because we yeah. just, there was, you can actually give real grace because you're watching it. There's film, there's, yeah. there's practice. There's I personally, I am putting the bears right around the C minus mm-hmm. first quarter, two and two, some good stuff, some really bad stuff, room for improvement, but not a lot of leeway. Mm-hmm. Where are you after the first <laughs> four games uh, for the Chicago bears as a grade? Yeah, I think that maybe I, I may even go C plus. I mean, I, I didn't think they would beat the 49ers and I thought they would beat the Giants. So I've had them at two and two, but in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, with that, we want to hear all of the amazing thoughts from our listeners over at Sports Keep It Go TV. I want to thank the marvelous one, Dan Marver, every single Sunday getting with us after he's watched the game, listened to the press conferences, and joins us with a keen eye. He's watched so many games, more games than we will ever get to, and that is why he is so valuable to us. Thank you to Paul Sh- and Devin Tingle holding it down over at WCPT during the weekends. And they will be talking everything about Tony La Russa officially leaving the Chicago White Sox, putting to bed this crazy, very unsatisfying season for the Chicago White Sox. Marvelous. And yeah. I will be talking about the Chicago Cubs <laughs> as Marvelous said it to me. What was it? They made their what? Their, their late season. Late, when the late season playoff push, the late season <laughs> playoff push. So I mean, won seven in a row, and and don't forget, people, it's going to be really crazy. The wild card is a is a best out of three, and the, and the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Astros are going to sit and watch, and so it should be interesting because the other teams are going to use their pitchers. It's there's a lot of things to think about, and then either the Braves or the Mets will get a bye too. But uh, and and the Cardinals and the Indians will host all three games, even though they're going to have a poorer record than whoever they play. All <laughs> right. Yeah. marvelous no let me lo, lo, we'll leave with the a, a little yeah. hot take here okay so okay. i'm gonna give you this one all right for the people yeah. who are sticking around to the end of this who, yeah. who went through all this field <laughs> what is the actual home run record oh the, the actual home run record what is, is yeah what is roger, the real home roger, run? Mer- 
Roger Merrill. Okay, there it is. Let us know if, <laughs> if the marvelous one is wrong. We're on Twitter at Sports Typical <laughs> TV or leave a comment down below. But, Thank you. But <laughs> yeah. as an asterisk, Ruth, Babe Ruth played in fewer games. Uh, see. Don't forget, he had you eight better, fewer games. So you better come with the heat if you're coming with, with that with Marvel. Maybe, okay? maybe it's Babe Ruth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Well, we'll. Well, me, I, I, I'll scream out why it's uh, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, okay. and, and uh, yeah. Sammy Sosa. But maybe that's for a different day because we're in the NFL season. Let us know your thoughts. What did you think of week four? What did you think about the Chicago Bears scoring a two and two, losing to the New York Giants 20 to 12? Did you see some improvements from Justin Fields, this coaching staff? What are your thoughts moving forward? What do you think about this matchup against the Minnesota Vikings heading into two primetime games after that? We're on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. It's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. It's Devin Tingle. It's Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado.